She's passionate about helping you become the best mama you can be and is pulling back the curtain on experts' advice for every area of our lives, from eating for wellness, the best advice for littles, fashion and style, and everything in between. Get ready to get real. This is Not Your Mama's Podcast with your host, Christina Franci. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. The title of this episode is How to Achieve Balance in Wellness and Lifestyle. In this episode, we are speaking with Brianna Gregory, a wellness and lifestyle coach, pharmacist, and health advocate. She believes balance and personalized wellness are the key to a happy and healthy life. As a wellness and lifestyle coach, she helps people take back control of their health, success, and mindset so they can focus on showing up as the best version of themselves. That is what we are about here on Not Your Mama's Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. I struggle with balance. I know other moms struggle with balance. But before we dive in to the topic today, give us a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are today, Brianna. Yeah, Christina, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And just like you said, the reason that I ended up where I'm at today is because so many people feel that there's this discrepancy and balance in their life. Mm -hmm. And I really think that we tend to expand to our environment and always want to put more on our plate. And I'm exactly the same way, which is how my business and my profession is born. So I grew up playing sports when I was young, from a young age, and actually played competitive golf uh, through and after college. But with that being said, whether or not you're an athlete, you tend to put a lot on your plate because you're expanding to your environment and you're really wanting to have an impact in as many places as you can in many places as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a really driven person, right, you put more and more and more things on your plate and eventually you feel like your concentration and your effort is being split between homework, home, home life and work life and those types of things. And you don't really end up giving the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've found myself in this position many times um, as a kind of starting as a young kid and through college and as an athlete and as an adult, as a professional in many areas of my life. But, you know, I always, I've always had an interest in health and medicine. My dad was a dentist and I think that's kind of where that interest came from. Mm -hmm. But actually later on in life, he got prostate cancer. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that that didn't have a really big impact in my life and shifting my focus. Mm -hmm. That being said, when we get really heavy diagnoses like that, a lot of times it can have a lasting impact in a negative or positive way. Mm -hmm. And yes, I would say it's both, but it's really shaped me into the healthcare professional that I've been where I decided to go to pharmacy school and help people get healthy because he had to go through so many different types of treatments as a cancer patient. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those treatments involve pharmacy, right? But there never really was a focus on the wellness aspect or how do you heal what happened? How did you get here? There's like so many questions, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually he passed. And of course I'm you know, that's really impacted my life and I miss my dad dearly. And at the same time, I get to share my story with people and hopefully impact them to encourage them and empower them to live the most healthy version of themselves. Mm -hmm. 
Totally. And unfortunately, during his treatment, there was a lot of oversights. And, you know, I think things like that make us better clinicians, they make us better people have better attention to detail. As a pharmacist, I have to have extraordinary attention to detail. And at the same time, the more and more people that I talk to, mm-hmm. the more patients that I talk to, the more clients that I talk to, they're craving and begging for balance. Particularly over the last couple of years, we've been so knocked off kilter of any type of balance that we had before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, amidst all this and, and my own personal experiences and struggling with my own health, basically overdoing myself, I tend to grind myself down to the point where there's nothing left. It's an empty cup to pour out of. And how do you pour into your family? How do you pour into your businesses when you're not being fueled? Instead, you're in a state of disbalance or deficiencies, right? Totally. I, I don't know how people do it. I pray every day for balance. You know, the husband needs attention. The kids need attention. The house needs attention. I want to focus on myself and give myself attention too. And, you know, working on my business or whatever it looks like. And it's, I just feel like I fall short sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's overwhelming. And it, I feel like I'm pulled in all these different directions. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. And it's like, What's the secret, Brianna? How do we, how do we get the balance? And everyone's happy. Like the kids feel like their needs are met. Your husband's needs are met. Your needs are met. I mean, it's, I feel like this is really a heavy season for me right now when it comes to this topic. Yeah. You bring up a really good question. And with, with my coaching clients, everything is personalized and individualized. And Mm -hmm. that's part of the answer to your question is that The way that I practice medicine, the way that I address my clients is that you, Christina, are different than myself, Brianna. Our bodies are different. They're made differently. We're both women, so we have a lot of things in common. But at the end of the day, the foods we tolerate, the stressors and the stresses that we tolerate are completely different. And so getting in front of somebody and really an entire team, a healthcare team, because you always need a healthcare team around you and and a support system around you that is going to understand you for who you are and see you as an individual is beyond crucial. It's beyond crucial because in my opinion, society and just cycles of femininity over time has showed us that as women, we have to do it all. Mm -hmm. We do. The, The beauty of understanding that we don't have to brings us into our natural balance state that we as women really want to live in. We want to live in a state of low stress and balance and being able to expand our energy and be very vibrant and be very enthusiastic. And actually that's a very attractive state to be in. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly believe that to do that and to get there takes a high level of consciousness, a quiet mind being able to sit back and reflect and understand what it is that fuels you to make you the best version of yourself. For me personally, what this means is being very intentional. I use the word intentional a lot. I believe that relationships, whether romantic or professional, should always be very intentional. I think your words should be very intentional. I think your actions should be intentional, not just towards others, but first it starts in yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The words that I choose to use towards other people and the way that I treat myself with self-talk must be intentional. And I know that when I treat myself 
intentionally that other people understand and perceive that. And I, I truly believe that that's where it starts. It starts with intentionality because you can get 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line and kind of say, I don't really know how I got here. I haven't really been doing it for myself all along. And that's the unfortunate thing. I want to see everybody be in a state where they are full of joy and intention and passion and where there's enough to go around for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's so true. People just kind of live their life and then they end up like, how did I get here? How did this happen? Mm -hmm. And you totally put yourself on the back burner. And you've said a really crucial key thing is living with intention and, you know, mindfulness. You got to notice what you're noticing and you have to be intentful with the way you talk to yourself, the way you talk to your peers. How, how can you help with someone, let's say they're just kind of coming to the realization of, of, you know, not having intention in their life. How can you help someone start noticing what they're noticing? I know that's a really broad question, but some people need the basics, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The first thing that came to my mind when you asked that question is slow down. Mm -hmm. Because the reason that we get into a state of overwhelm is because we choose to put ourselves in situations and buy things and do things and sign up for things and subscribe for things that continually are stimulating us 24 seven. Even when you're laying in bed, you're getting notifications on your watch or on your phone or, or whatnot. And you have the conscious opportunity every day to unplug yourself and unsubscribe yourself from that constant stimulation and from what the world and society has told you that you should be doing. You know, you should be getting married at this age. You should be having kids. You should be working this job. You should be X, Y, Z. You should be doing what brings you joy because you always will be in your most attractive, abundant state when you're full of joy because it's inherent. We, our bodies want to live and be and exist in a state of balance or homeostasis, right? And that's why as a pharmacist, as a wellness and lifestyle coach, it's all connected. So I really believe that the balance is key between mind and body, the way that you mm-hmm. perceive things, the way that you are overwhelmed or not overwhelmed, that directly manifests in a physiological way in your body. That's why people, it takes the toll on them, but they just may not see it outwardly for 10 or 20 years. Yeah. Um, I was actually just talking to my mother before we jumped on this conversation and we were kind of talking about her her mother, she ended up passing away from cancer at a, you know, when my mom was really young and she was in a marriage that wasn't the healthiest for her and her body, she got sick from it, you know? And it's so true. Like when we're not happy and vibrating at like levels of joy and happiness, our body starts like attacking ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. like when we're stressed out and stuff and it can cause disease, it can cause illnesses and unfortunately maybe an early death um so it's it's really important and I think that you bring up that we need to be mindful of our environment because if we're not living in the most joyous parts of ourselves then we could end up sick and our bodies do have physiological reactions 
Now, do you have any like core pillars um, of a treatment plan where it comes to like a balanced body or a balanced mind? Yes, yes. Balance is so crucial. And because body and mind are connected, I will say that nine times out of 10, where that issue is stemming from is the gut. And you hit the nail on the head when you said that not being in the most joyous state or not, you know, being in, in a place or a time where you can be happy and you can be abundant and these types of things can lead to disease. How does that happen? It starts with inflammation. Disease is, disease is dis-ease. Your body is at dis-ease, right? Yeah. And that's really all that it is, but it starts in an inflammatory state and your body, what it's doing with inflammation is it's attempting to protect you. And that's great. But when you're having inflammation and you're in a state of chronic stress for, again, 20, 30, 40 years, that could be in the form of a bad relationship or, you know, a medical condition or something mm -hmm. like that. That's when these chronic issues, unfortunately, can end in death, right? So by slowing down, by really having a higher level of consciousness and understanding of what brings you joy and happiness. And for a lot of people, they don't know what joy and happiness is. And that's mm -hmm. a lot of the work I do with my patients and clients is, is helping them uncover and peel back the layers of what that is. Yeah. But bringing it back to how it manifests in the body, a lot of that starts in the gut. And the reason why is, you know, you've probably heard that the, the gut is referred to oftentimes as the second brain. And the reason why is because the two are directly connected. They are physically connected. Okay. Roughly 80, 85% of the serotonin, which is one of those feel good, uh, you know, endorphins in our bodies is actually made in the gut. So if we're eating trash, we're going to feel like it. Mm -hmm. And it's actually one of the easiest. And I feel like the most encouraging pieces of information that I can offer is that these overprescribing of antidepressants and chronic type issues and things like this, they don't have to be like that going forward. We can start by healing the gut. Mm -hmm. And I can't even tell you the amount of the amount that that moves the needle in someone's health when we start there and we heal the gut, which is really the basis for a healthy mind. A healthy gut is a healthy mind. Hey friends, I hope you are enjoying this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. This podcast would not be possible if it wasn't for the support of you, my wonderful community. To support your mama's podcast, please click the support link right down below and you can donate just as little as 99 cents. Also, follow me in the Shop Like to Know It app where you can follow me with all my exclusive content all the way from baby products I love, fashion and style, and everything in between. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, I've never put those two together, but it makes so much sense because sometimes mm -hmm. when I get really like anxious or stressed out, I do get stomach pain mm -hmm. and it's been more than ever. And I'm starting to like put it together. Like I have to like breathe it out and like calm my mind or else like it feels like I have a bunch of knots in my stomach. And that's like never happened to me before. You know, it's, a, it's like a new thing. And so my body's probably like alerting me to like some danger right. <laughs> or well, something, you know, like I need, I need to get, get with it, you know? 
Yeah, the body is so smart and it, it knows exactly how it needs to react to alert you of what the problem is. It's just that I think that we fail to recognize it a lot of times it's happening in the background. We're just not, because we're moving and shaking, we're doing things so fast, you know, we're overwhelmed all the time that we're missing those signals. We're just mm-hmm. missing it. Mm-hmm. So let's say someone's having gut issues like me. Um, what would you suggest to them to kind of get back in that harmony of not having those <laughs> symptoms? Yeah. The first place I always look is at nutritional deficiencies. Okay. Micronutrient deficiencies. And it requires, of course, some more in-depth questioning, like the type of medications that they're currently on, because a lot of mainstream medications actually directly cause nutrient depletion. Mm -hmm. So you could be eating all the good stuff, but if you're taking certain medications, we know because science backs it up that they cause nutrient depletion. So if you're not repleting those, then you're going to have an imbalance. So I always start there because- you know, why, why would you try to go down this very complex process of over medicating a symptom, for example, when you can just replenish what you're deficient in, right? It's actually very straightforward. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always start with the supplementation and the micronutrients. A lot of times antioxidants and vitamins and things like that, uh, particular and individualized to the person will turn them around so quick. It is incredible. And really that's actually encouraging. I really want people to know that this is easier than it seems. It, it, it seems like a big task to tackle, mm-hmm. but again, we can make small changes, which create and facilitate healing very, very quickly. Um, you know, micronutrients say like magnesium or vitamins like vitamin D, vitamin C, right? I mean, the, the recommendations will be individualized to the person, but I'm just saying that these are so crucial to hundreds, if not thousands of functions in the body that are responsible for maintaining gut function and brain mm-hmm. function. So let's start there. Yeah, no, it's important. There's so, so many people have so many gut issues in the world, you know, mm-hmm. and it probably is because it's stressful living the American dream, you know? <laughs> you <got it>. Seriously. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I have four questions I ask all my guests. I would love to hear your answers. And my first question is who and what inspires you? So I think the the people that inspire me the most are the ones that are actually willing to get down and do the ugly work. I'll call it ugly work because it's not fun, but at the end, the result is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the people that are willing to sit in the discomfort of Hey, this is a nutritional change, or this is an intention change. You know, this is helping me grow through my discomfort to make me the better person. Mm -hmm. And again, it's all connected. And so it takes courage. Courage is, is, is bravery. And it's, it's, it's really stepping out of your comfort zone, knowing that the change is going to be difficult and doing it anyway. Yeah, no, I I love seeing that. It's encouraging to me. Yeah, no, when people have the courage to step out of their comfort zone and make those changes, because we are creatures of habits. We don't like to change what we think is working. You know, we'll just stay on the hamster wheel and just keep, you know, running and running and running. But once you get that, you know, sense of intention and notice what you're noticing and start making those shifts and like putting your big toe into like the deep water, it's phenomenal. And I totally agree with you. I love seeing people shift and change and 
moving from one spot to another and just like growing in them in themselves. Right. No, it's very, very inspiring. And I'm constantly inspired by, by my clients too. So that's a win for me. Um, but as far as what inspires me, I really think what is waking me up every day and what's, you know, keeping me as a, a healthcare professional on top of what is new and what is exciting is that there is constantly a need to uncover true accurate information mm-hmm. when it comes to healing i am a firm believer that education and knowledge is power and the more that we uncover untruths or misinformation and have the opportunity to encourage people is it's so exciting to me and watching people make that transformation is there's not there's nothing like it there really is nothing like it when when someone says you help me get my life back right because it's never just the life or their life it's their family life it's their marriage it's the way that they parent the way that they yeah. show up for themselves it's so much bigger than that yeah no that would be really rewarding I would you know it's like oh I helped you you know <laughs> <laughs> um so my second question is what is something you wished you knew when you were younger Ooh that boundaries are actually attractive. <laughs> you know, we hear a lot about boundaries and we hear that they're they're good to place down and they're good to protect yourself. But just like we were talking about being in your most joyous state is very attractive, that boundaries are very attractive. The amount of respect that you gain from others, from peers, from coworkers, from your family, from children, especially as little kiddos, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they want you to put down the boundaries. They don't like it, but they actually want you to because they're learning and they're understanding and their mind is getting nourished by that. And sometimes is again, as uncomfortable as it is, it is one of the most attractive things. Even if you don't like the answer, if you have a boundary set against you to see someone who is courageous enough to set down a boundary. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that um, we have to do that to protect ourselves, to protect our families, to protect our businesses and to protect others as well. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries. We can have like a whole other discussion (laughs) on that, which we should have because I feel like it's hard to sometimes set boundaries or like voice what your boundaries are. I mean, I mean, I know I'm still learning how to set my own boundaries and stuff like that. So I definitely agree and love your answer on that because we need to be better at setting boundaries over here at the the Francie house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christina Francie needs to be better. Um, Okay. So my third question is what's the essential part of your daily routine? Other than coffee, because I'm never going to miss that. Yeah, I always need some spiritual nourishment in my day. And Mm -hmm. I I love listening to podcasts. I have a a podcast called the daily radio Bible that I listen to every day. And I love that because it centers me, it grounds me, it's like 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, depending, and it just reads through the Bible Uh, in full transparency. That's something I've always wanted to do, but it takes a lot of time to sit down and and also be dedicated to doing that, right? And this mm-hmm. way I get to listen through it. And I just feel like it gives me such a positive outlook for the day mm-hmm. for somebody that might be working out or, you know, doing something that gets, that gives them that feel good feeling before they leave the house. And for me, that coffee and that daily radio Bible, that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it's like always like the message you just needed to hear at that time too. It's like funny how it works like that. It's like, yeah. oh, 
I needed to hear this message today. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how it works like that. And then my last question is best advice you've ever received. Oh, trusting the process. And that's hard for me. You know, even now that's hard for me to do that. But every time that I have slowed down and taken my own advice to slow down and stood back and really trusted the process, the reward has always been bigger mm-hmm. and more fulfilling, more fulfilling. Yeah. You're not choosing what is the most convenient at all times. And honestly, this is something that is still a big challenge for me. I still struggle with with trusting the process, but I guess that also excites me that it still challenges me because I know there's still, you know, something in there left to achieve, left to accomplish. And um, hopefully I'm not the only one. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're not. No, I'm the same. I I feel like I relate to a lot of your answers that you've said, which is really great. Um, So Brianna, do you have any last words before we say goodbye today? Yeah, I just, I just want to send a message of encouragement to your listeners. And I know that that's why they come here in the first place, you know, to feel like they have a place that they belong and a place that feels familiar and where they can learn. And I always just want to encourage you if you're listening now to, to ask the questions, to advocate for yourself and to know that if you don't feel your best right now, if your health, you don't feel at your best, as far as your health is concerned and you've lost balance in your life, there is hope for you. I guarantee you that because you deserve to feel your very, very best. And if something doesn't feel right, you know, your body better than anyone. So listen to that. Amen, sister. I love (laughs) it. All right, guys. Well, all of Brianna's information is down below in the show notes. Don't be shy. Please go over there and say hi. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of Not Your Mama's podcast. And I hope to see you in the next one. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next one.